143. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So last day of First Kings. Right. Congratulations. You yep. made it through. We're here. First Kings. Um, There's so much here in these texts, man, right. that, uh, yeah, we just can't get to it all. Right. But um, I'm loving where we're at. Remember, like... First King, First and Second Kings has this book within the book, right? Where right. you have First Kings seventeen all the way to Two Kings eight. Elijah and Elisha. Elisha was introduced in One Kings nineteen. We didn't get to talk about him much, but he was introduced there, and he's gonna take up the prophetic kind of mantle right. after this. And now remember, bro, the prophetic word moves history forward. Right. Right. So what they say is going to happen is going to happen. Right. right. That is just how it works. And it needs to be obeyed, not right. just heard, but obeyed. And it's amazing because my man Ahab don't get it. Right. He's rebuked by the Lord in, at the end of uh, 20, and he doesn't get it, right? right. His house is going to be wiped out. But he's still on his rampage. In 21, he right. comes to this cat Naboth. Yep. He's like, I want your vent. I want it. Right. That's mine. And Naboth is like, I'm good. Get out of here. Like, bro, he says no. And then the, it's subtle. He says this is this is the inheritance from my ancestors. Yeah. This is part of the promised land that God gave my family. And Ahab acts immature, irreligious. What's another M? <laughs> and, and spoiled, right? right? And and sinful and immoral, all those things. And he and his wife conspire. Jezebel. No, not they don't conspire. He goes back and whines. Yeah, he whines his wife. Yeah, baby. I've wanted this vineyard and I wanted it. <laughs> Give it to me. And she says, essentially, because you have power, you can take what you want, even if people don't want to give you what you want. Mm. And that, my friends, is called oppression. Mm. Right? Right. Um, so not only is Ahab more evil than everybody before him because he was an apostate and served another God, but 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 also he was un an unjust. <laughs> apostate yeah right so he's um a culprit of injustice right. too and god was like no no like this is my just king this is a king right um being unjust unjust and he gets this innocent man killed right and so this is a tragedy in the nation right of israel amongst the people of god yep but and he doesn't get away with it at all mm. he's confronted look with a word from the lord a Prophet message word. of judgment yep and he humbles him. And look, Ahab repents. And it seems like God relents mm. from disaster. Mm. And one, this is how gracious God is. Yeah. Look at how eager he is to pardon. Ahab, 25, 26, right, was the most vilest idolater. Fact. No one did evil like him. And yet even him, yep. God was willing to pardon. That's the testimony of God's grace, right? But... But then you ask, man, but how is it gracious uh, to bring the judgment on his sons, right? Like mm. uh, verse 25 and 26. Yeah, where was it at? Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. 29. I will not bring the disaster during his lifetime because he has humbled himself before me. I will bring the disaster on his house during his son's lifetime mm. that's that how's that gracious right mm. what do you do with that mm. you asking me 
not a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> I've come in, it's like, yo, yep. what yeah. do you I mean, do with it? It's amazing because I think what what the text is, is getting at is how God deals in covenant, yeah. right? Mm. And so like, you know, David was the faithful one. Right. And he's like, ah, your house is going to have the kingdom, mm. right? So you see that. But also it's, I think, yeah, God is, is um, uh, what's the word? Um, omni, uh, omniscient, know, all knows all yeah. things. And so what you'll see with Ahab's house, he declares this ahead of time, but they're going to they gonna walk like right. they father Ahab. Right, right, right. Let's believe that like, they're going to be idolaters right. too, right? Oh, that's good. And so- um, He's think, not going to give anything undeserved or unearned. No, 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 right. no. And then the thing, the thing about God is, and you see this all throughout the Bible, is that, I, we'll say this later, but prophecy- is not just about predicting the future, but trying to evoke a response. Mm. So God will go back. Yeah, He'll say, no, no, no. Like, if they repented, it's about- I do the same thing that I did with you. He does, he does it all the time. Yep. Yeah. So, um, uh, that's good. It's about trying to evoke a response. Um, God deals with the family, with the covenant. That's why it's so important. Um, but he's really serious about idolatry. But one of the things that's crazy is that he receives the- He, he declares the same death on Ahab. That Naboth had. Right. So you see that God is ultimately just. just right, it's right. It's an eye for an eye in, right. this, in this, you know, economy right here. And um, also, you just see like, man, you know, wickedness is at its peak when those who are supposed to use their authority for justice and protection use it for oppression and control. And so you see that that's what he does as a king, fam. Right. And who he married. We talked about that. Like, yep. you know, it was, it was a religious thing and she yep. led him into injustice. And, you know, be careful <laughs> who you... Sign that covenant with, you know right. what I mean? Like, they will influence you in many ways that aren't immediately perceptible yeah. to you. And the proof is in the text. 22, last uh, chapter of this bunch, it starts to talk more about um, the Judah, the king in Judah at this time, who is Jehoshaphat, right? Um, him and Ahab, they come together. Yep. Not to bring a religious revival, <laughs> not to unite the kingdom around prayer, but to go on a political kind of um uh rampage right and um it's amazing bro that they come together to try and take ramoth gilead right and um ahab is like yo i got my 400 bill prophets and they all are unanimous right on what they say and jehoshaphat has the presence of mind to say ah let's see what the prophet of the lord right says and this prophet of the lord micaiah stands up alone and prophesies against all the 400 prophets that Ahab had. Yeah. And so the way of truth, bro, we see how the way of truth can be lonely. Right. But we also, we don't determine the validity of truth. Right. Solely based off of who believes it or how many believe it. That's good. Right. Yeah. So Micaiah is a like... The odds are stacked against him, but right. he's a true prophet of the Lord. Yeah. And that's the way the people should go. Right. And uh, again, this results in persecution. Bro goes to jail. He get locked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of what happens. Um, and yeah, we just see like taking a stand for the Lord comes with a price. All those sorts of things. Yeah. But, uh, you know, at the end of this text, Ahab is going to die exactly how Elijah said he's going to die. Fam. And it's like... One of the things that you do see is, mm -hmm. right, like you talked about, the justice of God. When you just look how the story plays out, Ahab had a plan to disguise himself in battle, thinking he escaped the judgment of God. Mm. And some random cat just fires an arrow and doesn't look, yep. and the arrow is guided, and it hits 
between yeah. the joints of his armor. It yep. it pierces mm. the one vulnerable spot. Mm. And what you see or what we learn is this, look, mm. no disguise can hide you from the judgment of God. Mm. Mm. The only thing that successfully hid him from God's wrath mm. was his repentance. Mm. But it it's got to be more than a one-time decision. It's got to be a continual direction. God has shown his willingness to forgive, mm -hmm. but Ahab showed his determination to rebel. That's good, bro. God showed his willingness to yeah. forgive. Ahab showed his determination to rebel, and that's how his story plays out the and, way that it does. Yeah, and he rebels specifically like against the prophetic word right. and the lord is just trying to show over and over and over again that this is not to be yeah rebelled against it against but obey yeah and it's so crazy man you know jehoshaphat ahaziah the last two kings here mentioned jehoshaphat um is faithful it says yeah. for the most part but he it says but yeah he didn't remove the high places yeah he didn't remove the high places where the folks was worshiping other gods and ahaziah he walks in the sins of jeroboam of the south and so you just see the kingdom spiraling right. out of control mm. but you see the role of the prophets here trying mm -hmm. to rein the people back in yeah and that you're going to see over and over that the lord sustains the mm. kingdom even this time listen by his word yeah and i want you to know today that to, we we are sustained by the same word today amen so we won't spiral out in rebellion amen yeah let's pray god we pray that you would help us uh not just to trust your word, but to love it, to be reminded that it is the source of our life. And when we veer from it, I pray that we would trust your word and turn back to you quickly and decisively and continually. It's in Jesus name we pray. 